All right, people, what is good? Another episode of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and it is time to get into it. I've been pretty busy the last couple of days, probably the last 36 hours um, with work and my son, and um, I wasn't able to put any content up. So definitely I got a lot to pack on on this episode as far as um, being live right now. And it's, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting show. Hopefully you guys will enjoy what is going on here. Thank everybody who's been supporting, have a lot of support going on as far as, um, you know, as far as the content, a lot of people have been coming through a lot of people been doing their thing as far as subscribing and doing all the great stuff as far as, uh, supporting the channel and, um, well going into 900 subs and it's thanks to you guys what's going on anthony what's good bro um one of the members of afn is in the house appreciate you coming through um like i said well into going into 900 subs and uh, we're just pushing right along hopefully we'll get there and when i say we it's us it's we it's not just me doing um all of this is you guys you guys make this go you the ones that push this uh, to where it is and without you guys i'll be pretty much talking to myself and i really really appreciate it also shout out to afn for um just bringing a collective people together to uh talk about atlanta falcons football um i remember at one point there wasn't much atlanta falcons talk on youtube at all and these guys are bringing the you know these guys are bringing the content the guys are bringing the information they're bringing in the sources they bring in people together not only just people like you know regular guys like me but you got former uh at uh, former players coming together you got people that are in the you know in the media coming together talking about Atlanta Falcons football on YouTube and um it's it's really good to see um as far as me I love talking about Atlanta Falcons football if this is your first time here I talk about Atlanta Falcons football I talk about Georgia Southern football I'm a really big Georgia Southern football fan and we'll get into that team um in a little bit later and uh and on top of that, I like to talk about gaming as well. I don't put as much gaming on this channel like I used to. Most of that stuff is on my other YouTube channel, but I am going to try to put more of the sports video games over here because most of the things over here are surrounded by sports. So definitely going to be putting that uh, together. So uh, hopefully you guys will stick around. I recently put up a video of me playing uh, one of my favorite football games on Twitch which um got pretty good reception and uh, i really appreciate that because i didn't know how much um it would be received after it's been a change to uh what's been going on over here on the channel uh, i will be taking calls a little bit later if anybody wants to call in i'm going to get into the topics first before i get into any of the atlanta falcons or the georgia southern stuff i definitely want to get into gardner issue um uh, and i'll get into deshaun watson uh, I want to talk about Deshaun Watson first, really, because Deshaun Watson, uh, I don't know why this guy isn't traded yet. I really don't understand it. Deshaun Watson should have been traded a long time ago with all the stuff going on. I know with the allegations or whatever, people probably not want to, don't want to touch him. But at the same time, I feel that it gets to the point where um, you got a pretty good talent and you got to let the courts play out. Um I know with the way the uh, society is now, nobody don't really want to touch, you know, people with those type of allegations. And I get it. And I'm not saying, you know, we're trying to force anybody to take him, but this trade situation should have been out there a long time ago. And um, right now, 
they're still talking about the Dolphins or the Panthers probably picking them up. Um, I'm not sure why either team would really pick up Deshaun Watson. Uh, they have decent quarterbacks now. I'm not really high on Tua, but I think you can still build something with him. Also, with the Panthers, you got Sam Donald, which I can understand why they're not really high on him because of you know him just starting out the way he did with the Jets. But he he wasn't the problem with the Jets, uh, and uh, but I can see where you feel like compared to him over Deshaun Watson, you may want to take Deshaun Watson. Same thing with the same the same thing with Miami with you know with Tua, but I think Tua has a higher upside than. Uh, Sam Darnold, so I wouldn't touch him, especially with what they're trying to ask for. They're asking for like three first round picks and two second round picks, and um, I think that's extremely high to be honest. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't care how good he is. I I just think that t- those type of picks are extremely high, and um, I'm not sure if I would pull the trigger on that. And uh, it's something that. If it was another team, just say if it was a team that don't have a quarterback or don't have a a big quarter, like for for example, like the Panthers per se, I can see the Panthers doing this because you may not be as high on Donald. Like, but with like I said, with Tua, it's a little different. I think you can make something to do something with Tua. With let's say, and we'll just stay in a division. If you're saying with the Saints. I can see the Saints pulling this off with with those picks because I'm not sold on James Winston and Taysom Hill. They're not even sold on Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill it just lost a job to James Winston. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's other teams out there. I don't have a list of all the teams that will probably pull a trigger for this extremely high price. But when you're talking about these two teams, I can see why they will back out. The Dolphins. And the the Panthers have no business giving up that mu- that many picks for Deshaun Watson, even though like in the chat right here, Anthony Jackson says that Anthony says that he's the generational talent. I I totally agree, he's definitely a generational talent. But I just don't see where you will give up that much unless you really need a quarterback. Not for those two teams. Um, let's say for instance, uh. I'm trying to think what what team that really needs a quarterback right now that would be viable. Let's say if it was the Lions. Yeah, you got Jared Goff, but I can see them pulling the trigger for this. Um, and I'm trying to think who else. I'm trying to go down the list and just think about teams. You know, most teams, they have a decent quarterback right now, so I don't see it. But I, like I said, you know, definitely like the Saints, the Lions, uh I'm trying to think who else. I, I can't think of anybody else right now. Um, I would not be surprised if um oh goodness. That really I'm, I'm just the more I think about it, every team has a decent quarterback right now. I don't I don't see where you will pull the trigger or anything like that. The Colts, I can see the Colts. You know, Anthony says the Colts is well. I can see the Colts, but at the same time, oh, Man, I still believe in um Carson Wentz. I do believe in him. And and there's a report now that he may not miss any games this season, so he may be playing. But I I, I kind of believe in Carson. If it wasn't for the injuries, I'll be right there with you. I'll definitely be with you. Oh, speaking of being around, uh, speaking of uh around that that region or whatever, look at the the uh the Washington um football team. That's another team. 
I would, I can, I definitely would see this if Washington did this. I could see Washington doing this right now, even though I like, um, what's his name? Uh, oh goodness, I can't remember the quarterback they just signed not too long ago. Not Fitzpatrick, but the other one, Ty, uh, Henneke. I like Henneke. But I, I definitely could see them pulling the trigger. The Washington football team, without a doubt, I could see them doing it. To be honest with you. I can see, I don't know if it'll be this high of a price for three first round picks. I can see the Steelers doing it because Roethlisberger is out the door. You already seen what um, Dwayne Haskins can do. And I, I don't see that as well um, as far as Dwayne Haskins being the future. So those are two more teams that I can think of right now. Uh, the Redskins and you can see um, the Steelers possibly doing it as well. Uh, so that that's like what, five teams right there? Um, you got the Saints, you got the Panthers, possibly, um, the Washington football team, the, uh, the Steelers, that's four. And with the Colts, possibly the pin, and the only reason why I say possibly the Colts, because right now, even though I, me personally, I believe in Carson Wentz still, he just stays injured too much. And with that being said, you don't want to, you know, attach that to your franchise quarterback. You know, Deshaun Watson is, is an excellent quarterback, and he he will play, um, he plays substantially amount of time because he doesn't really get injured like that. You just keep him upright. He likes to move around and stuff, and he's that type of guy that you would want to play under center. But I'm just going to put the Colts on the back burner because if Carson Wentz is healthy, we're not having this conversation. But at the same time, if you have, um, like I said. The Steelers, the Steelers could definitely will pull the trigger. I don't know if they will give up three first round picks and two second rounds. The Colts, not the Colts, but the Steelers don't necessarily deal players like that, but they could use this type of quarterback. They could use this type of quarterback easily. So I would um, really look into that, but we'll continue to see how that plays out. Um, I, I, I see Deshaun Watson probably being moved probably later on in the season. I don't see him being played too much longer. And my son is crying downstairs. He's probably playing. So you'll probably hear him back there. Yeah, that's my son. But um Yeah, you you know, we'll see probably by the trade deadline. I, I see Deshaun Watson possibly being moved. I I don't see him pretty much staying with the Texans. The Texans situation is way too toxic. And with that being said, I'm I'm pretty much uh we're probably gonna be talking about this story a little bit later when you have Deshaun Watson move to another team. Um, if I have to pick a team, um, right now I would possibly just say the Panthers because the Panthers still looking at them. Uh, Yahoo Sports also says that the Dolphins are the front runners. I just don't see them doing it. I, I mean, because my thing is Tua is just not being. Um, they're not valuing Tua too much on the P Dolphins for some reason, and I'm not. I'm not necessarily sold on Tua because of. I think the way that he throws the ball, it looked really good at Alabama, but ever since he's been in the pros, it just not has been the same. So maybe they see the same thing. You know, maybe they see the same thing. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, so, but we'll see how that plays out. Now, uh, also, I did say the Panthers, I would like to see him go to the Steelers, but I doubt if they'll do that move, and Washington should get him. I, I, I definitely would... Uh, those two teams, the Lions, uh, I didn't forget the Lions. They got a lot of money into Jared Goff, but 
it's almost like a grave. You know, it's almost like a death sentence for Deshaun Watson to go to the Lions, to be honest with you. Um, they are trying to improve, but I just don't see it. And also in that division with the Vikings, Bears, and the Packers. Man, I, I don't know. Um, let's get in the garden of miss you real quick. He's been traded to the Eagles, which is a fantastic move for the Eagles. My thing is I'm not sold too much on to, uh, um, Jalen hurts and my former co-host, um, bills Forth, which you can find him on Twitter at J M B M J. Um, he hasn't been sold on Jalen hurts either. So, um, I think this is a phenomenal move for them to be honest with you. I think, Garner Mishu can start for the Eagles like right away, to be honest. I think with the talent that the Eagles have at receiver and um the running game, I would not be surprised if Garner Mishu would be starting for them by the end of this season. And it's not necessarily and that's not necessarily a knock on Jalen Hurts. It's just that I feel like Gardner Mishu is slightly better. And with the talent around him, I think Gardner Minshew will really shine. Gardner Minshew did a really good job with the depleted Jags Jaguars team. He didn't do that good with he, I mean, he did good with a depleted Jaguars team that really didn't have that many receivers. Also, they didn't have um, they had a pretty good running game, but the team itself, def- defensively and everything, they just weren't that good. It's a reason why they ended up getting the first overall pick because it, and, and, and most of the time it wasn't Gardner Minshew's fault. He put up pretty decent numbers, so. I think that um, with Gardner Minshew, I feel that this is a really good move for the Eagles. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen when it comes to the rest of um, the rest of the guys under center for the Eagles. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he's definitely going to be competing, and uh, it, it's going to be something to really behold. It, it will be nice to see how that plays out. Um, let's go back. Let's see. Dates. Uh, wow, they actually got a pretty good steal for him. They traded him for a conditional 2022 six-round pick. And I forgot they got Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco actually looked pretty good in the preseason. So, I'm going to be honest with you. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is going to have to do something. It's just point blank. He's going to have to do something or he could be the third man. He could be the third guy on the, on the, on the, on the uh, depth chart. And I'm not joking when I say that. And, uh, Joe Flacco looked pretty good. I saw him play a little bit this preseason. You know, that doesn't necessarily uh, translate to the regular season, but he's a veteran. So with guys that are, you know, pretty good at receiver and you got a pretty decent running game, him or Gardner Minshew may end up, you know, taking the most of the snaps throughout the season. Like I said, I can see Gardner Minshew possibly getting, you know, the starting job by the, by the end of the year. Now, I don't know exactly when he'll be starting, but I'm just saying by the end of the year, he could be in a situation where he could be starting. It could be week 12, week 11, week 10, week 18. It doesn't matter. I just find out probably by the end of the season, going into next season, he possibly could be QB1 for the Eagles. Gardner Minshew is, is just, I'm not going to say he's that good, but he plays the game that well. I'll just say that. If that makes sense, he plays the game as well to the point where he's actually managing games, putting up numbers and not doing anything crazy to cost you the football game. Joe Flacco could turn into MVP Joe Flacco. He could be he could turn around and end up being the Joe Flacco that got got the guy that got rid, um got booted out of uh what's it, Baltimore or hell got booted out of Denver. Jalen Hurts is just. 
Jalen Hurts can play football. I'm not saying that he can't. Actually, he can play quarterback. He's actually pretty good. You know, but I just think, I think Gardner Minshew is slightly better. And uh, I think that Gardner Minshew could end up taking that job. Um, Does Jalen Hurts have a chance? Yes, he does. But compared to the other guys who have proven to put up pretty decent numbers, he could be the third guy on the list, you know. Going back to what Anthony Jackson said, he said that would be a slam dunk for Washington. I think Deshaun Watson to 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 Washington is probably the best move for both parties. The best move. You're talking about the the Washington D.C. era area. You know how they feel about their black quarterbacks, and I'm not just saying that to be funny, but they always call that place Chocolate City for a reason. And the team needs a quarterback. You know, it's not a knock on Fitzpatrick or Tyler Henneke, uh, but Deshaun Watson with that team would elevate the players around him. I mean, Terry McLaurin would thrive with uh, uh with uh, Deshaun Watson. Same thing, like I said, with Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner Minshew and um would I I personally think he'll make Devontae Smith uh yeah Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager much better. Quez, I think he'd make those guys much better at quarterback compared to the other two. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the other guys can't play. That doesn't mean that Jalen Hurts can't play. That doesn't mean that I just think that he's going to be the better fit for that team. Gardner Minshew can play. Jalen Hurts can play as well. I just think that when you're looking at these three, I think you're looking at Minshew, Flacco, and Hurts. And it's very slight. And in some cases, you could say 1A, 1B, 1C. But I just think that, you know, I just never was sold on Jalen Hurts to be the long-term solution. So therefore, uh, I I I just don't know where that's going to go. But at the same time, we're going to be sitting around and see how this plays out. And uh, I can't wait to see. I mean, the football season is just starting up really good. Uh, we're looking at uh, college football. I did not watch too much college football because some of the teams that I watched just wasn't too. There, there wasn't too much on the um on the interest level for me. But I saw Hawaii get blown out. Indiana actually beat Nebraska. Something's going on with Nebraska right now, and um, they need to fix that because Nebraska used to be a very prominent, a very prominent, there was a very prominent football organization. I mean, program. Very prominent. So, um, uh, I don't, I don't want to get too much into college football because I did not watch too much, but um, it is uh, going to be really interesting to see what goes on in college football, especially with the situation in Nebraska. Um, that's uh, really, you know, that's, that's, that's really crazy how that played out. I, I didn't, I didn't expect them to lose to Indiana, but Indiana plays a pretty good ball. Just go through some, uh, did I say Indiana? I mean, Illinois. I do apologize about that, man. I've been saying Indiana the entire time they play Illinois. Wow. My bad. Um, so they lost 30 to 22. And uh, let's see, Fresno State and UConn played. Fresno State blew out UConn, 45 to nothing. UCLA beat Hawaii. We just talked about Hawaii. UTEP beat New Mexico State, 30 to 3. San Jose beat Southern Utah, 45 to 40. He said the uh, Alcorn State game was good. Oh, man, I missed that game. I really wanted to see that. Now, see, that's one game I wanted to see, but I, I was just so tired. If you want to talk about the interest level of games, that was the one that would that piqued my interest. I just never got a chance to uh I never got a chance to, to get to it and watch it. 14 to 23 was the score. Okay. I'm gonna have to look at the highlights of this game later. 
because um the Miac the um the Miac football I I used to follow that when I used to follow Savannah State, and uh, I haven't watched Savannah State football in so long, but um that's just something that I uh, I I might have to go back and try to find that. Maybe they'll have it on ESPN Plus. I'm gonna go back and watch that game. So it, it, it seemed like it was a pretty good game, fourteen to twenty three. Uh, I wish I can get the the box score, not the box score, but the the scoring play by play. I'll get to it. There, here it is. Okay, there it is. Okay, so North Carolina Central. End up scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter to win that game. So they were down 13 to 14 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to go back and look at this. I'm definitely going to have to go back and look at this. Okay. Did I say Alcorn State won? I'm all over the place. I do apologize. North Carolina Central won that game. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's get into the Falcons. Let me get this off the screen because I didn't mean to have that on the screen the entire time. Let's talk about Falcons real quick. Falcons are going to be playing most, or they're going to be playing the starters or the game against the Browns. This is going to be really exciting because now we're finally going to get to see what Dean Pease, we're actually going to finally get to see what Arthur Smith has in store for this team. The first two games were basically experimental. We all knew that um, Arthur Smith has done a phenomenal job of getting their guys out there um, just to see what he has. And, it's good to see because that's when you know who will be put on, uh, be placed on the team, get a roster spot, and actually be able to go forward with the starters, and you know, and, uh, into the season. Now we know that we had some players that were cut. They're down to uh, eighty players. Twenty-seven people got to get cut by the end of the this game. So this is a very pivotal game. We're going to see the team starters play. Yes, it's game day. Absolutely. We're going to see the team get their starters out there. I want to definitely see what they're what they're capable of. We're probably going to get to see some real plays being ran. We're probably going to get to see some guys actually show off their talent with this new regime. It's going to be really interesting to see. As far as starters, I definitely want to see if uh, what kind of connection that Matt Ryan has with the receivers. Um, I don't have any doubts with the running backs. We kind of see what we already had with most of the running backs already. Mike Davis hasn't played. We haven't seen much of Quadri Allison, but I already, we kind of know what those guys can do based on what we've seen in the uh, in, in their past as far as what they've done on other teams and in seasons before. So we kind of know what we got with the running backs. We just need to know if the offensive line can actually hold up. Then we'll, we'll really get to see the running game. Also, the offensive line holding up to see what the chemistry that Matt Ryan has with the receivers. You know, we're going to see a little bit of Gage, Ridley, Pitts, um, Zacchaeus. I really want to see Frank Darby. I just did a video on um, Frank Darby. Where is he? I hope he don't get cut. Frank Darby looks like he's going to be a stud for the team because of his attitude, his swag, the way what he brings to the table, and his talent. So hopefully we'll get to see a little bit of him. Um, I've got, I've gotten reports from other people that he actually did pretty good in the last game. Once, you know, the Dolphins took their starters out, which, you know, I don't even want to talk about, <clears throat> don't even want to talk about that. I think that was just really ridiculous that they had the starters out there like that. But nevertheless, um, I want to see the chemistry that Matt Ryan has with these players. 
because it's going to be really interesting to see life after number 11, what type of throws, what kind of plays, what kind of schemes that these guys are going to have against defenses going forward. So I'm really excited. The Browns, they, they, they have a pretty decent team. They may have their starters out there as well. So let's talk about that. As far as the offense that the, the Browns have, the Browns can actually move the ball very well. They got Kareem Hunt. They got uh, Nick Chubb. They got a, a handful of good receivers, you know, without, you know, you don't have to name them. You already know what Odell Beckham and company can do. Um, they actually have our former tight end, which is, um, uh, oh, goodness, I can't remember his name. I just was talking about him the other day. And uh, um, Austin Hooper, there it is, Austin Hooper. They got Austin Hooper. So they got the guys that can actually move the ball. I want to see what our defense can do. That front seven, can we get pressure? Can we get some um, uh, pass coverage with A.J. Terrell and company? What can we do with that? So definitely want to see what they do. I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup. And, uh, and I think it's going to be really good to see what they can do as far as no son you're not gonna watch tv here you can you can watch this though my son is here here you go baby here you go here hold on y'all one second there you go you can eat that bacon here you go all right he likes to watch he likes to watch stuff so he's watching something on my phone so that's cool all right but with that being said anthony jackson we need his energy yeah I, I agree we need his energy and not only that that energy needs to feed off other players you know i would like to see other players that have this type of energy and his emotion and that just shows a lot of passion that we can have on the team so there's something definitely that we need to put together and um i know it's just still just preseason. I'm still excited because the players, the starters are actually going to be playing. It's preseason, so we just have to be careful with how we use our starters because you don't want to see a situation like J.K. Dobbins, which is possibly down for the season with the knee injury. And um, and that just goes to show you phenomenal job by Arthur Smith and company by not putting too many starters out there. And um, actually, well, if any of the starters out there, and nobody really got injured. I think Marlon Davidson had a, a tweak injury and um. I think it was either Jalen Hawkins or Chris Williamson. I can't remember which one had a little tweak injury, but it's nothing major as what we're seeing now. So hopefully, you know, we'll get to go play a clean game of football and we get through it. And um, to be honest, I don't care if it's a W or a loss. I just want to see those guys execute. Give me uh, around maybe two, maybe three. Uh, I'll say, yeah, maybe two or maybe three. Uh, series and move the ball down the field and get us some points if we do that maybe even a quarter and every time we touch the ball we get some type of points so we put we put the 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 offense or the um the other team in bad pit field position i think that's a w for us so it doesn't matter what happens on that end so i don't have much else to say on that i was going to make a video about this but i got busy with my son so it's good to put this out here now so people can watch this prior to game day and we'll see what we're what we're working with on that end. Um, shout out to the Atlanta Falcons organization. I think they've done a phenomenal job this preseason managing what they have. And I think they did a pretty good job with that being said. And nobody's injured. Yeah, you see it? 
you sorry for what? Oh, you hit the bike. <laughs> but um, shout like I said, phenomenal job for the guys. They've done a, they did a phenomenal job with keeping this team healthy and going forward. Um, I'm going to open up the phone lines if you guys don't mind. If you guys want to call, the number is 803-767-4242. I will be answering calls if you guys want to call in. That'll be awesome. Um, if not, either way, that's fine. It's totally optional. But I like to hear you guys' feedback if you want to be on the show. Also, this show will be on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, what's the other one? Anchor. It's going to be on all those uh it's going to be on all of those uh, platforms. So if you want to listen to this after the show is over and you don't want to use your YouTube um, um, data or whatever the case may be, and if you just want to listen to it on the go, you can download this podcast on those areas and um, you can just have fun uh, listening as you go and let other people know what I'm doing over here. Share this podcast. Let people know. Share the show. Let people know what I'm doing over here. Mostly talk about sports and sports gaming and um, you know everything under that umbrella. So that's what we'll be doing here. All right, now let's switch this up. Let's talk about some Georgia Southern football. We're going to be playing Gardner-Webb on the 4th. Can't wait to see how this goes. Um, I'm not going to get into the Georgia Southern team right now. I talk about those guys a lot. I want to, if you're interested in watching this game, I'm going to give you some guys to look out for on the Gardner-Webb football team because you may not know anything about them, whatever the case may be. Uh, and um, they're, I think they're... Now, I'm pretty sure they're an FCS team. Yeah, they're definitely an FCS team. And we're going to talk about what these guys bring to the table. Um, they have two quarterbacks that may be starting, but I am um, I am thinking about that Tavon Bowers, 6'1", 200, um, yeah, 600, 200 pounds, is going to be starting, possibly starting for Gardner-Webb. And he's the only one that pretty much took steps for um, – for uh, him and Jai Tolan, only one that took snaps for Gardner Webb so far this uh season. Uh, I think no, not not so far this season, but last season. So they're probably going to be one of those two guys are probably going to be um starting, and um it's going to be interesting. Um, probably you may have another guy that's out there that stands out, Kendall McCoy, six three two twenty freshman out of um North Carolina. Uh, that's uh, Western Almanac, uh, Almanace, Almanace High. And it looked like he could be the starter if he beat those guys out. But I think the other guys who actually um, have some experience probably going to take the, the um, take snaps. Now, Kendall McCoy, I don't know uh, what, it, what he can do talent-wise, but I know he's thrown for 4,600 yards and 4,671 and 34 touchdowns. Um, no, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. The transfer from Tennessee Tech, Bailey Fisher, that's another quarterback there. So they got four quarterbacks on the roster. He's thrown for 46, uh, yard, 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns at Tennessee uh, Tech. So he has experience at three seasons at Tennessee Tech. So he may get the start. He may get the start. Even though that Bowers and Tolan does have the experience in at Gardner-Webb, the transfer may get the start. And then you also have Kendall McCoy, which is um, a true freshman. So I don't know how this is going to play out as far as that goes. So those are some guys to look out for. Um, let's see. What was that? The slot receiver. Um, a slot receiver. Uh, freshman Malik Huggins, 5'10", 170. 
uh, at um, Braden, the Southeast. He was a former quarterback. And um, a lot of guys, he's a newcomer, but that's another guy that they're probably going to be looking at as far as getting the ball to um, some receivers down the field. So he's going to be the guy that we maybe need to be looking at. Uh, I'm looking at anybody else that I see that stands out. Not too much anybody else that really stands out, but um, they're going to be replacing some receivers. So he's probably going to be the guy that's going to be um, standing out. Uh, also, you had a couple of, you had three transfers that's coming in. Jo Justin Jordan out of Stetson, TJ Luford out of Wofford, Luther out of Wofford, which is a guy that um, um, we know, very, uh, the team that we know very well, Wofford with Georgia Southern, and Quavon Snake, uh, Skanks out of UConn. All three of these guys are going to be suiting up. So these three guys plus Malik Huggins look like they're going to have a pretty decent um, uh passing game overall no matter who's under snap at Gardner Webb so as far as our defense at Georgia Southern we have really good talented receivers I mean not receiver but cornerbacks and um we're going to see what Derek Canteen and company do Dow Baker and company those guys are going to be doing pretty good back there but they're going to have a pretty good challenge I think with these guys up um throwing the ball don't say much about their um, their running game or whatever the case may be. I don't know how well their running game is going to be. So uh, don't know how that's going to play out. Um, Gardner-Webb has a, a total of 20 starters returning. Um, look like, yeah, they've got 20 starters going to be returning on both sides, offensive and defensive. They're going to have uh, 21 freshmen, seven transfers. Some came from the FBS and FCS as well, so... Um, so I take that back. Seven of the transfers came from FBS or FCS. So they're, 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 I'm not going to say they're the most experienced team, but they have some experience over there. So it's going to be really interesting to see what these guys are going to be bringing to the table. Uh, I want to see what goes on with this team. And, uh, it, 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 you know, just looking at what they have, I don't think that's going to be too much of a test for us. But we can't overlook these guys. Um, you know, our quarterback situation is, I ain't gonna say it's not, it is in pretty good hands, but our starter, baby, all right. Our quarterback situation is in pretty good hands, but you have guys, uh, like, um, Justin Tomlin. Yeah, we're gonna do that later, baby. Put it right there. Just give me a few minutes. Um, Justin Tomlin is not gonna be starting. So with that being said, with Justin Tomlin not starting, we're we're probably going to have a situation where does um Kennerson starts, does um or oh, what's his name Cameron Ransom starts. Uh, it has not been told who's going to be the starter yet, and we're a week away, so it's going to be um it's going to be interesting to see who we know who we're going to have at quarterback. Because now I want to see Cameron Ransom. I'm a big Cameron Ransom fan. And with that being said, I want to see him play right away. Um, I like Ken, I, I like Sam Kennison as well. I think he's going to be pretty good, but I think Kim Ransom is a little bit better. Also, Amari Jones is going to be out there. He's going to be doing more than just playing um, quarterback. I mean, he he got him as a Swiss, Swiss Army nice. Yeah, baby, go ahead and go downstairs. Just be careful, okay? Um, He's going to be like the Swiss Army knife. 
for the team. He can play quarterback. He played in high school. He's also going to be um, playing running back. He's probably going to be receiving, uh, um, uh, playing receiver as well. And speaking of receivers, we have JJ, um, JJ McAfee. We have um, Derwin Burgess. We still have Najee Thompson. We have a plethora of, of, of players that's actually going to be, that can catch the ball. And it looks like we're going to be um, throwing the ball a little bit more outside of the, um, or what you call it, the option that we run. So now we have a situation where even the tight end, Bo Johnson, Sean Pell Kissing, he's going to, they're going to be probably getting the ball more as well. And it's going to be, we have a lot of weapons on this team. That's one thing I will say. We have a lot of weapons on this team. So we should be able to move the ball very well against Gardner Webb. As far as our front seven, I think our front seven is going to have a field day with the Gardner Webb offensive line. Our front seven has always been pretty good. I can say always, at least for the past couple of years, we've been pretty good. Hold on a second, everybody. What you trying to get, baby? What you trying to get? Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't want you to play on the stairs, baby. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Just be careful. Um, like I said, I um think that the front seven is going to be really good. Front seven is going to be excellent. As far as um playing against the offensive line. He don't know what he want. And, um, yeah, it's a pumpkin. And, um, like I said, I think that the offensive line of Gardner Webb is not going to be that good. I, I just don't think that they haven't said much about them. I think we should, I think that's where we'll probably end up winning this game because of what they have up front. It's not going to be as good for guys like a CJ Wright. Um, you know, uh, Bradley Glenn is not playing anymore. He He's out with the injury. That's so, that is so bad. You don't want to give it, give it to daddy. Give it to daddy, that's fine. Give it to daddy. And um, what you want, baby? No, you can't get that. Um, I forgot Bradley Glenn was out. So you got guys like CJ Wright. Yes, go ahead. Go downstairs, baby. I'm watching you. Yeah. And um, with that being said, uh, who else? Um, oh, goodness. Who's that linebacker? That I think Randy Wade is still with us. Um, you, like I said, you got a good bit of people that's on that front seven. Uh, Kavon Glenn is another one. Um, you also have uh, Kaji Jackson, Jose. I'm just thinking the guys off the top of my head. And with these guys, I think they're going to be really, really good when it comes against that front seven. I mean, uh, against that offensive line. As far as the the as far as the the secondary, I think the secondary is going to be good as well because the secondary is is world class. Derek Canteen, I just talked about him going up against these receivers. These receivers are probably going to be pretty decent, but I think our I think we're going to be fine playing against this team. So therefore, um, I want to get into more in depth once I find out who the starting quarterback is later on this week. Um, I will be attending that game as well. So with my with me, my wife, my son, we're all going to the game. We got some really good seats as well. So I cannot wait to see what this team um is going to be doing against them. I, I'm going to go down to the to the game and um give definitely give you guys a full report of what I see. And uh um hopefully it's just gonna have a good time. I, I just can't wait. It's gonna be so good to be back in Paulson Stadium. Haven't been in Paulson Stadium since 
I went down there for practice before a game. I haven't been down there since 2017 when they played the uh, Georgia State uh, Panthers. And um, it's been so long. And I'm going to try to make it to more than one game this season. So it's going to be really good to see what we're going to do against Gardner-Webb. Try to go to a couple other games as well this season. So um, once again, the number is 803-767-4242 if you guys want to call in. If not, that is fine. I'm going to be... Um, giving you my last thoughts. If you guys um want to call in, that's cool. If not, it's all good. So therefore, let's do a little bit of recap. Gardner Minshew is going to be um uh well he is an eagle now. Um, I think he could be starting by the end of the season. It's going to be really um it's really going to be uh, interesting to see how that plays out. Um, they got, they don't have a necessarily a, a quarterback controversy. I think they got a pretty good situation at quarterback. You know, they have a good problem right now where all those guys could, could start and um, it, it's almost a W for all, but I think Gardner Minshew is probably the top guy that they should go for as, as far as starting. Deshaun Watson, um, three first-round picks, two second-round picks. I, I think that's extremely high unless if you're a team that definitely, desperately need a quarterback. Um, I don't think the Dolphins should pull the trigger on that. The Panthers as well, I don't think they should pull the trigger as well. I think Sam Donaldson and Tua should be okay for them. Um, I think, as like I said, what Jackson said earlier, I think that Washington should probably consider this. I definitely think they should consider getting this um, player, uh, Deshaun Watson, also – I think the Steelers might want to look into this as well. I understand the allegations behind him. It's probably why he hasn't been looked at. But um, I think everything's going to be fine with him. I don't think he's going to be in a situation to where he's going to uh, be um, in trouble. If anything, the NFL may probably suspend him for, you know, a violating conduct um, policy or whatever, you know, that thing that they do. But I don't think he's going to face any time where it's going to be him being behind bars or anything. He'll probably just lose some money or whatever the case may be. As far as the Falcons, the Falcons should show us some really good football on the field tonight. Uh, can't wait. Going to be watching that. Depends on how everything go. I may give you a, a post game. If not, AFN is not doing it already. Um, I'll probably just do a video on what my thoughts are. And be on the lookout for that. And um, it's going to be really good to see them guys actually pulling out the playbook and showing what these guys can really do. Also, hopefully there will be no injuries. No injuries, no injuries, no injuries. We need to see these guys get out of here healthy and get ready for week one. And as far as Georgia Southern football, I think I don't want to overlook this team. I'll just put it like that. I'm not going to overlook what Gardner-Webb can do because – with this new uh, offensive coordinator, I ain't going to say new, but the offensive coordinator is actually going to be putting things together the way he want to. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play against Gardner-Webb. I find ourselves getting a W, but I'm not going to overlook any team that we play because I want to see us play our best at all times. Um, as far as the quarterback, the quarterback situation is probably like the only thing that we're probably looking at. That's a question mark because we don't know who the starter is. Also, running backs... I don't even need to talk about running backs. J.D. King and company, you know, Jalen White, Amari Jones probably going to be playing back there as well. Um, Gerald Green. I mean, we, we got some guys back there. We got we got some guys who could be RB1s anywhere in the Sun Belt. So we're going to see how that plays out as well. Uh, and I think that the Eagles, Georgia Southern that is, will be able to pull out 
a victory against Gardner, um, Gardner Webb. And I mean, but I don't want to overlook them. They may be better than advertised. I mean, we tried to overlook that team that we played last year, and um, they played very, very well against us. Uh, let me see if I can remember that. Uh, who was that team that we played? Campbell. We played against Campbell last last year, and that team that game was um that game was a classic. End up winning that game twenty six to twenty five or something like that. And, I mean, we I don't know if we overlooked them or whatever the case may be, but the twenty six twenty seven. I mean, but the thing about that was um we had a lot of guys out with COVID. You know, a lot of guys was out because of COVID protocol or whatever the case may be, and a few injuries. Um, so it was not um our best game, but Hassan Williams, I wonder how that kid is doing that Campbell now is he still playing. Um, Hassan Williams played very well, 237, 73 yards rushing as well. I mean, goodness, he played very well, but we ended up getting the victory 26-27. That was a tough game. So I'm not going to overlook Gardner-Webb like we did Campbell. Hopefully this team won't either. So, And uh, I think that's pretty much going to be it. So uh, thank you guys once again for coming through if you guys made it here you guys are awesome i really appreciate it didn't get anyone calling the number is always there 803-767-4242 if you guys wanted to call in we're always um here to have that dialogue and um it's always a beautiful thing it's always a beautiful thing to put out content and you guys to respond it, it's just phenomenal i really really appreciate you guys and um i think that's pretty much it did the recap covered all bases um, I will be putting up a video on my VFCast channel. Actually, that's going to be another um, podcast episode I might be doing. That's going to be strictly talking about gaming in the retro sense. So we'll be doing that as well. So if you guys want to go over there, just type in VFCast. I should pop right on up. Subscribe to that channel if you haven't already. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, do so. Subscribe to this channel, and I'll be putting out more content. Share this and let people know what I'm doing over here. And I will see you guys on the next one. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. All right, y'all. Peace.